Hello, it's uh, future editing Daniel here. Um, I'm here uh, before the episode begins uh, to talk to you about what's actually happening uh, in this episode. Uh, this is actually um, going to be part one of a two-parter. Uh, we recorded the episode in one go uh, and I've edited it down into two parts because it does run rather long. So there will be uh, another part to this episode when you hear us talking in the episode like as if it's going to be one full go uh, that is the reason why there will be two parts the part two is going to come out in the next few days but um, I hope you enjoy welcome back to how did it come to this let's enjoy the episode phone's off <laughs> on do not disturb I need it to be on it's my notes okay. so don't tell me okay. what to do James okay sorry <laughs> She's back. Welcome to How Did It Come To This, where history is happening in the news. Sitting next to me is a woman who we've been told has the voice of an angel. It's Siobhan Doherty. <laughs> and sitting across from me is a man whose voice is rarely heard, mostly because he won't be on the microphone, and that's James Tuckwell. Howdy. Hi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and you are? Oh, I'm, I'm Daniel Matters. Um, how, I would don't we, know. how would we describe your voice? Well, I do know that my former my former boss uh-huh. uh, once said that my voice puts her to sleep at night uh, while she listens to this podcast. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shout out Liz Giles. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, this week we have the chance to turn the pages over. From before European colonialism, the Indigenous peoples of the land we now call Australia have been a sovereign peoples. From the arrival of Captain James Cook and the Declaration of Terra Nullius, the last 200 years have seen a proud history, culture and nations diminished under policies and laws created by a government that did not represent those people. From Sydney Cove to Mabo, from Henry Parks to the Uluru Statement from the Heart, this week we ask some questions. Why is it crucial for Indigenous voices to be heard? Why must we act now? What challenges have Indigenous communities faced throughout history? What does terra nullius truly mean and how does it resonate today? What is a constitution? How do we change them? Do we know if this time we all can stand together with the power to be powerful? Do we believe we can make it better? And ultimately, how did it come to this? Okay. My first question, was it really, really hard to read those and not sing those words? It was extremely (laughs) difficult not to sing those words. Maybe we can do it at the end. Uh, Well, I'm, yes. If you you didn't recognise... Well, true. The yes. lyrics there, because we do have international listeners. We haven't. <laughs> Still blows my mind. Um, <laughs> the uh, There is a song by mm-hmm. uh, a, a very famous Australian mm-hmm. singer, John Farnham, called mm-hmm. You're the Voice. Oh, um, I thought you were going to say Sadie, the cleaning lady. Not Sadie, the cleaning <laughs> lady. Um, and, of course, uh, we will be hearing this song a lot during this episode. Just yeah. be aware. Uh, yeah. it, there was a request. But it's a banger. It so. is a banger. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, um, if we, I mean, if you haven't guessed by now, this week Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about The Voice, Voice. uh, which is an upcoming referendum Mm -hmm. in Australia 
happening at the end of October. Uh, Mid-October. Mid-October, sorry. <laughs> Don't miss the date. It's no. on the 14th. Oh, 14th. On the 14th. It's the 14th, yes. 14th of October. <laughs> um, and so uh, this week we actually have a special guest with us. We do. And so uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. Hello. Um <laughs> Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey. Um, <laughs> my name's Dee Matters. I'm Daniel's wife. Um, and I'm a proud um, Aboriginal woman whose family comes from um, up the Lake Macquarie area, the Garingai people. And um, I would like to start our episode by acknowledging the Dharawal people because that's the people whose land we built a house on. Um, and that we live and a lot of us work. Mm-hmm. I'm actually, um, I don't, I'm on Darig land at my job. Um, and I just like to pay my respects to our elders past and present and um, definitely look forward to seeing what's to come next for um, our Aboriginal communities. Mm. Mm. Thanks. Yeah, we thought it was really important to incorporate an Indigenous voice into this podcast. In this, in this episode, <laughs> because the, the three of us are quite white. We are very white. <laughs> yes. That's uh, interesting so. that you should say that. Is it? About skin colour. Yes. Well. Because it, Aboriginal looks very different on different people. So very that's something that, I, that might come up later. Sure. Mm. Okay. Not sure. Mm. All right. Well, uh, the article to get us kicked off yeah. this week uh, comes from The Guardian uh, uh, through the Australian Associated Press. Uh, it is headlined, Voice to Parliament Referendum, Early Voting Opens as Yes and No Campaigners Hit the Hustings. It was written on Monday, the 2nd of October, 2023. By the way, hustings, if you aren't aware, is when campaigners uh, make electoral um, petitions to people outside of campaign offices. So, you know, when people oh. give you like the pamphlets on the way in, called, they're hitting hustings. the hustings. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Okay, there you, go. there you go. I think it should be bling. Personally. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like hassling, haranguing. Yeah. There are so many other words. Hustings <laughs> sounds too nice. So, campaigners for both sides of the Indigenous voice referendum have hit the hustings as early voting opens across the country. The yes and no campaigns have less than two weeks to make their case over whether to enshrine an Indigenous advisory body in the constitution. Early voting has opened in the Northern Territory, Tasmania, Victoria and Western Australia. Polling stations will open in New South Wales, the ACT, Queensland and South Australia on Tuesday after public holidays in those parts of the uh, country. Anthony Albanese, our Prime Minister, remained optimistic the voice would get up despite poor standings in published polls, saying some undecided voters cast yes ballots after talking through the proposal. The key to the next fortnight is those one-on-one conversations with people to accept this request of the overwhelming majority of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people, the Prime Minister told reporters in Melbourne on Monday. Yep. So, uh, the the voice itself is supposed to be a question to the Australian people to mm-hmm. change our constitution, mm-hmm. uh, to enshrine a body that will advise the government on Indigenous matters made up of Indigenous people. Yeah. That's the basic Yeah, the basic thing, right? So simple. Yeah. And it's a yes, no question. Yeah. Uh, so um, we thought, well, we should talk about the, the constitution. We should yes. talk about referendums. Yep. What, what, what are they? Yeah. How does that work? Yeah. Um, so we're going to split this into two sections, right? We're mm-hmm. going to do – so I, I'm going to talk through um, – 
referendums, referenda. <laughs> what do you prefer? <laughs> um, Both are correct. I've looked it up. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, Siobhan's going to take us through some Indigenous struggles yeah. uh, for rights and freedoms. Yes. Uh, and how that has looked over the past couple hundred years. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's kind of the two halves of what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go back in time. How are we going back? Um, well, it's a bit special. A bit special. It's a little bit special. Good. Yeah. Let's go. All right. And that's uh, that's Treaty by Yothi Yindi. But I thought the words there were really interesting because uh, I'm sure we'll talk about later, but, you know, promises, words are cheap. And, mm. and they can change. And mm. that, I thought that was interesting because what we are talking about is making something permanent. Yes. Um, because things have changed. Well, things have changed so drastically over mm. the years that, uh, and, and, and words are cheap in this sense. And we'll, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Mm. But we're going all the way back to 1891. Cool. All right. Because in 1891 was the first uh, constitutional advisory body um, set up um for the Constitution of Australia. Uh, and it was uh, drafted. So the Constitution was drafted between 1891 and 1898. There was a lot of conventions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the states were invited. At that point in time, they weren't states. They were colonies, colonies. of <laughs> Great Britain. And uh, the uh, there were actually a lot of different places where New Zealand was invited at one point. They said no. I still um, reckon they should join us. That would have been that would have been interesting, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> really, like trying to repress the urge to do a New Zealand accent. <laughs> <laughs> I won't do it. Uh, and so uh, the uh, there was a series of conventions, and then they decided finally on a on a draft constitution. Um, and then they took that constitution to all the colonies mm-hmm. independently. Which would have taken ages, right? Because it was like the 1890s. Well, it took, yeah, so it did, it did <laughs> take a while. So between 1898 and 1900, they were doing that. Yeah, logistical right? nightmare. Um, in which every colony had its own referendum. Wow, okay. I guess that To makes ratify sense. the constitution. Yeah. As uh, in their colony. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess what's a referendum then? Well, a referendum is a national vote normally, mm-hmm. uh, in which you are changing something that is fundamental to your country, right? So there are referendums in other mm-hmm. countries too, mm-hmm. um, and they will have referendums to mostly, and it's mostly to change the constitution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So let's get back to what the constitution is. So the constitution of Australia um, was essentially set up as the governing laws um, or the supreme law mm. of Australia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so there was there was pushes for this to happen for a long, long time. Um, and when um, when we finally decided to to do that, uh, it was mostly because of um, two things. One was we wanted to stop uh, states from bullying other st- well, colonies, bullying other colonies. Right. right. So, um, who, who was the bully? New South Wales was a bully. Yeah, that makes sense. And Victoria was a bully. And we're mostly because bu- were we bullying Tasmania? Well, <laughs> mostly because we were um, the biggest colonies. Yes. And the, the richest and the, colonies. Oh, the OG. 
Yeah, so yeah. Um, mostly we would. We are from New South Wales. Can you tell? Yeah. <laughs> we would. We were kind of dictating to other colonies, like taxes and tariffs and, and all sorts of things about trading within Australia. Yeah. And like, there was all sorts of stuff going on where like, you know, if you wanted to trade something from New South Wales to Queensland or New South Wales to Victoria or whatever, and you're trying to get it there mm. um, by train, for instance, all the, gauges, all the train gauges yeah, were yeah. different because there was no federal standard, right? Isn't it funny? That's like the one thing I remember from history in mm. class when mm-hmm. we learned about federation was that the, all the train gauges were different. They were and I'm just different. like, that's just so stupid. So, and, and that was one <laughs> of the things they wanted the to do. One of the main reasons for federation. One of the main reasons was to standardise <laughs> a bunch of things across yeah, the colonies, right? Yeah. Because we're, we're living in one spot. Yeah. And they didn't want a European style thing where like, a you bunch know, of different countries. They're living right yeah, next yeah. to, like, you know, they're, yeah. they're right there next it to each other, sense. but all sorts of stuff is weird between them, right? Yeah. So let's, we're all the same. Let's, yeah. So logical. And the other reason was France and Germany were mm. colonizing a bunch of Pacific Island nations. Yeah. Um, and mm. we were scared of we them. We were worried. And because we didn't have our own army. Yeah. That was another, we wanted defense. Well, I would have been okay with the French coming over, I think. <laughs> Not the German. Not the German. Sorry. Sorry, German listeners. Sorry. I mean, great culturally, but like the 20th century German history is not great. Um, so we did, we federated, constitution comes in. Mm-hmm. Part of the constitution is that the only way you can change the constitution is by a national vote um, known as a referendum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, interestingly, um, within the constitution, it's set up so that there is, there's no limit to the power of amendment to the constitution yes all right so the idea is that what that means is we can make any changes we want Mm -hmm. it doesn't actually matter what we want to do Mm -hmm. if we want to change the constitution we're allowed to change it to whatever Mm -hmm. okay but but (laughs) that's only within the restrictions that apply to how you change it yeah okay so um we could wipe it like you know the government could say hey we want to change the constitution completely come up mm-hmm. with a new document and then say, let's vote on it. And yeah. we could say yes. And there would be a new constitution overnight. That's yeah. the, like, well, not even, not overnight, overnight right? but you know what I mean? You get the, <laughs> you get the gist, right? Yes. There's no limit to the power of what they can change. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to change it under specific rules. And the specific, specific rules are a double majority of the mm. Australian people. That's the real kicker there. Yeah. So it? what that means is there has to be 51% of the Australian population yep. voting. Yes. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And, there has to be a majority of the states. But not the territories. Not the territories. We'll yes. get to them. Yes. Um, so four out of six states. So have four to out of six majority. states have to say yes. Yeah. Um, so that means there needs to be a majority in that state. Yes. So 51% in New South Wales, yeah. Victoria, whatever. Like, and then that yeah. state then votes yes. Yeah. Which means those small, less populous states actually have quite a bit of power. They when do. It comes to this. They yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Mm. Um, so, and, and Which is why everyone's in Tasmania at the moment, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Campaigning. Well, that, and that's, yeah, I mean, Tasmania's got the least amount of voters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, ha- holds a state's worth of power. Yes. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so that's, that's the basic idea of what a referendum mm. yeah. is. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've, changed, we've changed our constitution before. We've had referendums before. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about them. There have been um, a total of 88 referendums. 
mm-hmm. um, in, oh, sorry, not 88, 44 referendums. I was like, that seems high, <laughs> it seems, it but seemed I'm like too not many. confident enough to no, question no, no. you. Sorry, I got, where, I got that, where I got that wrong was there have been eight successful. Eight successful. Eight successful so referendums 40, yes. out of 44. Yes. We don't like change, we? don't do like we? to change. We're very conservative. We have, we have the least amount of constitutional amendments out of, you Any, know, like OECD countries, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, you know, what you, like, can we speculate wildly on on why you think Australians are a little bit, a little bit scared of change? It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think, um, I think the the idea that you would change the constitution to some is probably like, oh, let's not go messing with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I think, well, I'm going to go through some yeah. of the changes we have made. Yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. maybe if we have a look at the changes we have made, we might get a gist of the trend yeah. of why do, we've do changed things. Do you think things. we're still a little bit English and we're just a little bit conservative and mm. or like... Well, I go. I think that we're, um, we're unlikely to change if we're comfortable. True. So We're too comfy. Um, you know, there's... I'm not... I don't know about any of the or some of the referendums I'm sure mm. but um definitely in the um the conversation that's been had about the voice um I think for some people they it doesn't affect them mm. so why change mm. so that whole if it's not broken why fix it yeah um yeah kind of mentality yeah. but like it's funny but on the other hand I think people are so scared that it is going to impact their life when when really yeah. you're like this if you are not Aboriginal this is yeah. not going to affect your life at all yeah. um but they think you know we're going to be paying an Aboriginal tax and oh, like getting into all yes. these like things that we'll get into later but yeah. like so it's on the other hand it's this fear that it is going to change their life yes um yeah, yeah, it's just it's a bit bizarre. It is a bit weird. Let's have a look at right. what ones got up. All right, so there, so there's been eight mm-hmm. successfuls, um, and well, let's see if there's a trend. Okay, so the twelfth of December, nineteen oh six. So early on, Very right? Early. We're only we're only four five years into. Did they realize they um, made a typo or something? Well, what they realized <laughs> what they realized was so this this one was about the terms of senators. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Um, and they wanted to because Senate. So in the Australian Parliament, the House of Representatives is it's not a fixed term like in some countries, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're elected to the Australian Parliament uh, and you're in the House of Representatives, you are there for between three and four years, mm-hmm. and it all actually depends on whether the Prime Minister wants to call an election, yeah, right? Right. Um, and so they get that three year thing. Three issues. But the senators, yeah, are actually. Um, done on six-year terms mm, um, now at the minute, right? Yeah. At the minute it's six-year terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and they have half Senate elections. Yes. So half the Senate is voted on. Yeah. And then the other half of the next cycle, yeah. right? A little bit of consistency. I really like it. Well, yeah. So it, it does like, it, it means you, you don't mm. get, it, it. it's a balance of power thing, I mm, guess, right? Mm. Um, and so, but this, this one in 1906 was uh, to line up those elections. Okay. Okay, because yeah. they realised that actually, if we held, if they held a vote uh, for the first parliament, then uh, things got out of whack, and they were going to have to have senate elections at a different time to the house election. Right. Which costs money. Yeah. Too right. Expensive. Um, you know why don't we why don't we just line them up, mm. please? And yeah. So that was the that was that one. So they so they had to put it into the constitution that they could 
line up that election um, because the the terms were fixed in the constant. So the terms fixed in the constitution, yeah, right, um, for senators, but not for the house. And so things were getting out of whack. And they're like, yeah. no, we need to be able to elect them at Crazy the same guys. time, please. Yes, okay. So that was that one that passed. Right. That was fine. Yep. All good. The second one was in 1910. So again, only four years later. So, the, the <laughs> so, so eight successful ones and seven of them were in the first I mean, decade of the country. It <laughs> happens pretty quickly. Um, so uh, 13th of April, 1910 um, was a state debts bill, mm-hmm. um, which was to the ability for the federal government to consolidate debts um, from the states into the federal budget instead. Um, Look, I know what the trend is. Boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very boring, mm, it's boring, isn't it, so far? Okay, so then the 17th of November, 1928, so this was a long time after now, um, we had the uh, Australian Constitution Concerned Financial Relations <laughs> Bill. Um, Sorry. Uh, which was, again, about financial relations between yeah. the federal and state governments. Yep. Um, and uh, essentially it was, it was about the federal government being able to uh, subject state governments to borrowing rights. So um, the federal government could say, you know, if New South Wales are going to borrow a billion dollars, they're like, no, you can't do that. Right. Like like a parent and their children. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. um, and they set up a thing called the Loan Council of Australia. Uh-huh. And the Loan Council of Australia is, is an independent federal government body that decides on whether or not a state can borrow. Okay. <laughs> Yep. Wow. Let's keep going. <laughs> September 28, oh. 1946. Um, this one is a I good just one. Read it. Okay. This go. one is a good one. This is so this is the uh, this grants the Australian uh, Parliament uh, the right to legislate um, for uh, welfare, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, a good one. So prior to the amendment, all they could legislate for were people who were invalid mm-hmm. or pensioners. Mm-hmm. After this one, they were able to give provision for maternity allowances, widows, pensions, child endowment, unemployment, pharmaceutical benefits, uh, sickness and hospital benefits, medical and dental services, um, benefits to students and family allowances. Cool. Um, So it was a welfare. Mm. And the first one for the people, the last three were about the government. Yeah, Mm. this this one is definitely about like enshrining in the constitution that the federal government can, can aid people. Aid the people of Australia, hmm. which is a good one. Yes. Um, then Can we, we jump- just put in there that not Aboriginal people, though, just to not make yet. it, make not it yet. relevant because yeah, it's not still yet. where 1946. Well, speaking of, we get to the 27th of May 1967, 67. Um, which is probably a the most famous, not most famous one. one. Yeah, this is the most famous yeah. one. So this was um, the, Harold Holt uh, put this question to the people. So that he got a go. legacy. There you go. He, he got there it in go, there before Harold he before he drowned. Went for a swim. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, And voters were asked whether to give the federal government the power to make special laws for Indigenous Australians in the states Mm -hmm. and whether Indigenous Australians should be included in official population counts for constitutional purposes. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people get this one wrong. They're like, oh, it makes makes them citizens. No, that's not what it does. What it does is actually allows the government to include them in the count of people within Australia. That makes me so sad. I know. It's not the first time hearing it, but it always makes me feel very sad. That it was 1967 and that's Oh, but that we had to be counted as people. Yes. We've always been people. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. people of Australia. Yes. Um, 
And this one was overwhelmingly endorsed. It's probably, I think, I actually, I it is didn't highest. look up. This is the highest. Is yeah. The so highest. it's 90.77% yeah. mm, yeah, of the population yes. said yes. Yeah. Um, and actually, I do have a fact check. For you, Jim Jam. I think um, no, there wasn't a no campaign that was run. Oh, okay. I have yeah. a feeling that, like, yeah, they didn't really run a no campaign. In, in my research, there wasn't a lot of times where it came up saying the yes campaign and the no campaign. Like, there yeah. wasn't a lot of, like. Yeah. Well, I mean, for all of the boring ones, there wouldn't have been much campaigning happening. Like, because it's very expensive. Like, what's happening at the moment mm. is costing millions think, of dollars. I think what generally tends to happen is that the government will put out information on, yep. you know, here's the question and here's yep. what it will mean. Yeah. And that's that and tends that's to that. be what it, you know, I mean, those first couple, like yep. those first boring couple. yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes sense that you would just, you know. Just be like, whatever you Well, here's what will change yeah. if you want to do it. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, then we get to 1977. And in 1977, there were three yes. questions. Sorry, put. we've just been fact-checked. Oh, here we go. In 1967, there was not no. a campaign for the no yeah. vote. This is unique among Australian referendums. This meant that the yes campaign has had clear uncontested platform and it was a conscious vote. On the concept of nationhood. Yeah, there you go. I thought I was right about yeah, that. Yeah, so good. Thank well you. done. Well done. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, the twenty first of May, nineteen seventy seven. Mm-hmm. There are three questions, three oh. changes to the constitution. That's a lot. Um, so <laughs> and it went through. It all straight. three went Sweet. through. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So question one was. Uh, a constitution alteration on Senate casual vacancies. Uh, is this because of the Whitlam uh, issue? It, it, that was part of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, yes. Okay. Yes. Th- yeah, definitely yes. part of it. Um, <laughs> so essentially, it was to um, how do you how do you fill a Senate seat um, yeah. when someone vacates the seat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it was to enshrine in the Constitution yeah. how that would happen. So to explain what the Whitlam thing was, um, like very quickly, it was tradition to replace a, the senator with someone from the same party, but you didn't have to. Is that right? And yeah. then um, the state, um, yeah, the state would normally replace the senator mm. um, with someone from the same party to maintain the balance to maintain, of power. Maintain what was happening. Yeah. Um, There's lots of ins and outs with the Whitlam dismissal, but yeah. I feel like um, two. There were two senators that, and then they replaced them with people who were not. Yeah, the, the New South Wales. Party, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that helped. That helped with the dismissal. To dis- yeah, because well, essentially, it changed like the balance of power, and then oh, they were able to block his, the bill. Yeah, yeah. wasn't able to pass his budget. But yeah, um, yeah. So, um, the, yeah, the the change essentially meant that the state so the state legislature replaced yeah. the senator with a member of the same political yeah. party, and the new senator's term continue until the end of the original senator's term. That must have really burned poor Goff. But I like oh. happy that it happened after, so that no one would be subjected to it yeah, again. Well, yeah. But also, uh. yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so that was the first question. Second question was electors. Um, to uh, allow electors to vote in the ACT and the Northern Territory in a referendum mm-hmm. and have their vote count. Okay. Um, so, Sorry, um, can I just ask? Yep. What, do you know why it wasn't counted before then? Because they weren't part of the states. Um, so, what? well, because um, originally... I'm just asking for the no, listeners. It's a, it's a good question. <laughs> yeah. It's a good question. So originally the Northern Territory was South Australia. Right. So if you voted in the Northern Territory in 
most of the referendums before this, you would have been counted in the South Australia vote. Right. But, um, and also the ACT was part of New South Wales. Mm, yeah. But when the federal government was formed and they created the ACT, that becomes a territory under the control of the federal government and those mm-hmm. people don't belong to a state. Mm-hmm. They are now part of a federal territory. And the same with the Northern, the Northern Territory was created and taken over by the federal government as well. Um, and so that, that kind of left them in limbo about mm. where their votes count, like, you know, and of course they should, their vote should mm. count. Mm. Um, but what this um, change did was it, they count, so their vote counts towards the national total, but to no state total. Yeah. So they count towards yeah. the majority of Australians, but not yes, towards any not sort of towards state any majority. State. Which is yes. that double majority that you were talking yes. about. Yes. That's right. Yes, yep. yes, 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 yes. Cool. The listeners um, are thankful. <laughs> <laughs> and then question three was to alter uh, the retirement age for federal judges to 70. What was it before? Uh, it was unlimited. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. call. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. It's my 100th birthday. <laughs> um, which is a major problem in the United States. It sure is. Um, so we, we, we limit our, our judges, uh, so they have to retire. Yeah. High court judges have to retire at 70. That's just good practice, I would say. It's, uh, it's been good yeah. uh, in a sense of turning over judges yeah. on the high court. Yeah. Yep, yep definitely. Mm. Um, so that, that's it. That's the eight that have passed. Eight. What's what the trend? <laughs> Boring. Why do we say yes for, on those? Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing. There are plenty of other boring referendums that yeah. don't get up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, so that's true. Um, I've got a selection of a couple that we can talk about. Yes. Okay, so Let's go. in 1974, 77 and 84. Gosh, that's a lot of referenda. Very close together. Um, well, they try to get up simultaneous elections again, right? So remember oh. we talked about the first one being simultaneous elections for yeah. um, the Senate and the House. The House, yeah, yeah. By the time we get to... Uh, this period of time, yeah, things are out of whack again. Yeah. Right? Um, and so initially brought in by Goff in 74, he wants to make fixed terms for senators mm. um, that are aligned with the House. Right. Um, yeah. And they try and do that, doesn't pass. Yeah. They try it again in 77, doesn't pass. <laughs> um, the third time, we said no. Well, yeah. <laughs> Now we haven't, um, we haven't tried since. The, well, the 1984 one um, was um, trying to constitutionally force all elections to occur on the same day as well, uh, and that didn't get up. So it was a similar type of thing, but it didn't happen. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that, like that's, a, that's kind of a boring one that probably would have been okay yeah, to pass through. Yeah. Um, so what, just like on the same date, that's election day. Yeah. Like, and so a prime minister doesn't have the power to hold it back or call it early, depending on like what's yeah, happening there politically. Been some, yeah. They like to play games a little terms. bit around that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I so mean, the, yeah. I don't feel strongly either way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, another one. That, People obviously did. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in early Australia, um, in 1911, 1913, and 1919, uh-huh. there were referendums about the power to uh, manage monopolies. Okay, like the Australia. board game. <laughs> so, for those who no. need clarification, um, a monopoly is when a company has 
um, you know, there's one company yeah. um, and they control the entire market share yeah. of that thing, yeah. whatever that might be. Yeah. Um, and the federal government tried to gain <laughs> control over monopolies so and, and the power to them. do yeah. things. Well, they Sounds. didn't try and do that until 1919. So the 1919 oh, referendum oh, okay. was about the ability mm-hmm. that if there was a monopoly of some sort, could we buy it? <laughs> the federal government would be able to nationalise that yeah. thing. Sounds a little bit like communism to me. Well, <laughs> speaking of communism. <laughs> oh, here we go. Segue. In 1951, there was a referendum mm-hmm. uh, which sought approval to- Hang on, 51, I know where we're going. Yeah, sought approval <laughs> to alter the Australian constitution to give parliament the power to make laws regarding communism and communists. Um, so that it would be able to instate a law similar to the Communist Party Dissolution Act of 1950. It's Um, actually a close one. It nearly got up. It nearly got up. Yeah. It nearly got up. So it's 49.44% of the population um, but and only three states. Only three states. Only three states. Of course it was Queensland, Western Australia and Tasmania. So um, <laughs> it was essentially a post-World War II um, referendum Cold that was where War, Cold we're War. really scared of the Soviet Union, yep. reds um, under the beds. Yes. Um, and um, Menzies was really concerned about the of infiltration of communists he in was. the Labor Party. Oh, um, and so they, they tried to... Uh, I mean... It- it's funny to look back on it now and think it's all a bit ridiculous, but I guess they were genuinely They concerned. were scared. But I think the, the good thing about this one was it was going to be the ability for the, the federal government to ban political parties. Yes, of some which sort, we don't. Which I'm we glad don't do. that. Yes. No, we don't do that here in Australia. No. We beat um, them with logic. Hopefully. <laughs> and compassion. <laughs> I don't know what Australia you live in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I so, hope. That was yeah. So that's that's the yeah. the communism referendum. That's an cool. interesting one. That that is an interesting one. Um, I thought that was yeah. I thought that was good. Mm. Um, but then uh, the other ones that I thought were quite uh, interesting was um, the Gough Whitlam referendums. Okay. Do you know how many referendums Gough Whitlam tried to get up? Two. Keep going. Three. Keep going. Four. Keep going. Five. Keep going. Oh Gough, <laughs> this is silly. Six. 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 <laughs> Um, oh, so, the man didn't sleep. <laughs> um, he tried uh, in 1973 yeah. and 1974 mm-hmm. to get a bunch of referendums up. Yeah. So the first ones in 1973 um, were about prices uh-huh. um, and incomes. Uh-huh. Okay. So he wanted to uh, give the Commonwealth legislative power over prices. Of, of just stuff. Just, well, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> essentially, essentially there was an inflation problem. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he wanted to have the power to just alter prices. Knowing Goff the way I know Goff mm. <laughs> intimately is like, I can see where he's coming from and what he's trying to do. He's just trying to make it a fairer, better place well, for everybody so that people can afford that the was, things that they need. That was and, what he was thinking. Yeah. And, and as we like, I think uh, if you know anything about, the history of the Gough Whitlam government. Mm. Um, a lot of stuff he did was he came in and he was like, I'm going to do this thing. Yeah. And everyone was like, nah. And he was like, no, nope, I'm doing it. And then he would just go and do it yes. without like yes. talking to the party or whatever it was. Bring, it's like, not going to bring the people with me. I'm 
I'm just, just going to do it. it. Um, yeah, he did a lot of that kind of stuff. So Which is why he only lasted three years. Anyway, the other, him. the other side of the 1973 referendum was incomes and it was mm. again for um, inflation. Yes. Um, they wanted the government to have power over uh, income mm. um creation essentially right um and that they could make laws in regards to income okay yeah like controlling controlling them basically yeah because uh one of the things and actually you you might know at the minute the reserve bank of australia keeps talking about well if wages keep increasing we're gonna have to Mm. do something about it because inflation will increase if wages Mm. increase Mm. and so goff wanted to Mm. cut out the middleman there yeah yeah and be able to fix them myself legislate (laughs) Legislate income. He really was aspirational. Wasn't he, he really was. He, he really, really was. was. <laughs> um, so that was 1973. Then 1974, he tries to do four. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Um, it and must have just been exhausting working for him. <laughs> like probably. Just, like, please just stop. So the 1974 <laughs> elections, one of them was simultaneous elections. Oh, God, again. One of them was uh, about the mode of changing of altering the constitution mm-hmm. um, was trying to um, give territories the right to vote. Yep. Right. Um, which gets up later. Mm-hmm. Um, one was about democratic elections, um, which was uh, essentially to um, make population instead of electors the basis of determining average sizes for electorates. That's a real boring one. Yeah. But essentially what that's trying to do is um, change the way you make an electorate. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's based on the size of the people in there who are an electors like over 18, right, as opposed to just everyone who lives there. Yes, that's right. right. Correct. Yes. And then the last one was (laughs) local government bodies, which was uh, basically allowing the Commonwealth to grant financial assistance to local councils. And to borrow oh, money on their behalf. Okay. Not carried. Uh, not carried. No. no. But <laughs> New South Wales voted for, for all of them. All well, of them. Having, having talked about <laughs> some of those really big ones, I just thought uh, it's interesting if you look at like states who vote for referendums. Yes. Um, so New South Wales um, is uh, probably the one that has voted for the most, the most yeah. referendums. Yeah. Um, Victoria is kind of in the middle. Yeah. Um, and then you have places like Queensland, which also have voted for quite a few yes mm. in the yes affirmative. Um, <laughs> Back in the day, though. South Australia is also sort of a yes affirmative kind of place. Mm. And Western Australia is mostly half half, actually. Uh, yeah. Um, we, New South Wales tends to vote for more mm. than anyone else. Mm. Um, and hey. whether or not that's. Interesting. Are we more progressive? I don't know. Uh, or I guess, well, <laughs> I no, actually, here's my theory. My theory yeah, is go. that most of the time uh, these referendums probably favour people in New South Wales mm. in some regard. Mm. Okay. Probably because we're the biggest Yeah, state. yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. Um, so. Okay. Um, so the most recent one before The Voice? Are we going to? Yes. Yeah? So I was going to talk about this one. So yeah. there's um, the, the last time we had a referendum was in 1999 uh, and Everyone in this room, we we hopefully remember that. Do you I remember do. that, James? Are you old enough to remember Aww. that? You don't remember it. We little James. You were only six. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I was young. living in Canada, so I like we heard about it, yep. but I wasn't like living here mm. and like living amongst it. Mm-hmm. And because because gosh, like 
they're saying that the voice is divisive. I'm like, mm. I can only imagine how divisive this would have been. Like, yeah. especially like, you know, Elizabeth is still in her prime in 1999 True. and people are very loyal. I remember <laughs> it being quite um, like there was a lot of stuff going on in 1999 where like it was like, yeah, <laughs> we, we should be like, <laughs> why are we not? I remember feeling like that. I was yeah. in year nine. So I was <laughs> yeah, like, but like I was prime, in year 11. I'm thinking prime, like, you know, prime teenager years yeah, where yeah, I'm yeah. like thinking, yeah, 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 let's, yeah do let's do it. Yeah. Who cares about yeah. the queen? Yeah. Um, Sorry, mum. <laughs> but um, so there were two questions in 1999. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yes. So the first one was the establishment of a republic and that asked mm. the Australian people to alter the constitution to establish the Commonwealth of Australia as a republic um, with the Queen and Governor General being replaced by a president um, that would be appointed by a two-thirds majority of parliament. Uh-huh. And that was a sticking point for a lot of people. That's yes, and this is what I what I know about it is that they gave too much detail in the refer like the, the mistake that they learnt the the yes campaigning they gave too much detail and it didn't become about um, do you want to be a republic yes or no anymore it became it got very bogged yeah, down it divided in the yes specifics. vote in yeah um, so um, um, so Malcolm Turnbull was actually the yes the head of the um, the, the constitutional convention that yes. was looking at the, the question, right? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so they they were actually, like, the way they framed the question was very specific about how everything would work. Yes. Right, that you needed a two-thirds majority of parliament to actually mm. elect a president yeah. that we were going to have. And I think a lot of people were like, well, why can't we elect them directly? Yes. And then a lot of the other people were like, well, we don't elect one directly now. Yes. Um, yeah. So like nothing's changing, yeah. Except the name of the person that's going to be the head of state. Head is, yeah. Um, oh, but we'd also miss out on the Commonwealth Games. We, we wouldn't. Oh, we, we wouldn't? wouldn't. No, because that was I know that was one big thing. Really, one big <laughs> chat. Yeah, because that's interesting. They need us there to make it competitive. Well, it's the only time we win gold. <laughs> well, the, I'm joking. You guys. can. You, if you were part of the Commonwealth, you can compete in the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. That's just... Yeah. We did our yeah. time. <laughs> Let us come and kick long, your butt at swimming. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, and the no campaign in this one was very much fixed on what Dee was talking about earlier, yes. which is if, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix, fix it. it. Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah, I can kind of understand it. Um, I, I understand what they're trying to say, but it actually isn't what was trying to happen, right? Yes. Um, because mm. we were trying to change something that was going to be very different, right? Yeah. It wasn't going to be the same. Like, yes, we were changing head of state to someone different and that technically didn't change in, in the sense of running the country or whatever. Mm. But what it was is it was a severing of the, the monarchy. Of the ties. Um, and becoming a republic of our own. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, so, I mean, that was a big change that, that yeah. you know, and if it ain't broke, don't fix it, it doesn't really cover that, I feel. Mm. Like I, I, I can see how that would have just persuaded enough people yeah. who were just not sure about all the political ins and outs of it to just be like, you know what, it's fine the way it is. Yeah. Like, you know, she yeah. doesn't come in and tell us what to do anymore and Which, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, actually in a second I'll talk about why that's the case because yes. I think that's interesting too. But yeah. um, the other question in 1999 mm. was to change the preamble of the okay. constitution. Um, and the, the preamble question um, is interesting, I think, um, mostly because um, 
the the way that the preamble was worded um, kind of re- refers to what we are talking about today. Uh. So the preamble would have been, um, it's kind of long, but maybe I'll read it out. Read it out. With hope in God, the Commonwealth of Australia is constituted as a democracy with a federal system of government to serve the common good. We, the Australian people, commit ourselves to this constitution. Proud that our national unity unity has been forged by Australians from many ancestries, never forgetting the sacrifices of all who defended our country and our liberty in time of war, upholding freedom, tolerance, individual dignity and the rule of law, honouring Aborigines and Torres Strait Islanders, the nation's first people for their deep kinship with their lands and their ancient and continuing cultures which enrich the life of our country, recognising the nation-building contribution of generations of immigrants, Mm. mindful of our responsibility to protect our unique natural environment, supportive of achievement as well as equality of opportunity for all, and valuing independence as dearly as the national spirit which binds us together in both adversity and success. I really like that. I want to say amen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we voted. So what were the It was overwhelming no. That? Overwhelming no. 60.66% voted wow. no. For the second question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did, okay. And like, do we know much about what the campaigning was? Well, what the I, think, was? I think the question there was, if you're voting no to the first one, vote you no. vote yeah, no to the second right. one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Which is it would be sad. interesting to look at the number of people who said no to the republic, but yes to the preamble. You know, and yeah. I don't know if you even know if you can look at those stats. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, uh, like, well, no, you oh, wouldn't. No, you would not yeah. individually, yeah. individually. You could do percentages. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, so it's uh, yeah, that was um, that was interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, I thought just quickly as well, mm. the Australia Act of 1986 okay. is interesting. Go so. Um, up until 1986, the Queen could have come in and gone, hey, Do I want to make a law <laughs> in Australia that says, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, technically. Okay. Technically speaking. Yeah. Um, and so they, they decided in 1986 that they would pass the Australia Act. Mm-hmm. And this was not a referendum. This was just legislation. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they weren't sure. There was very big legal ambiguity mm. about whether or not um, the Australian Parliament could just pass this legislation or not. So they had to also then ask the UK government to pass the same legislation. Oh, really? In the UK Parliament. And they did. Yeah. So it's called the Australia Act of 1986. It's in both. Wow. Parliament. Thanks, guys. Um, which basically sets out that um, Australia will be its own sovereign nation, mm. Mm. Okay. and that the Queen can no longer um, make dictate, yeah, make laws in Australia, yeah. or Australians can no longer um, ask for special consideration from Great Britain. So it used to be. I think we've talked about this before, which is that. Um, you know, in the legal sense, if you had a case that went all the way to the High Court mm. and you still didn't like the decision of the High Court, mm. you could then apply to the Privy Council, which was like the Ooh. Queen's is like the Queen's Can special you little council. The castle, the sequel. No, I know, right? <laughs> goes to the Privy Council. <laughs> yeah, so you could you could apply <laughs> to the so Privy good. and the Privy Council would then could then overrule the High Court of Australia. Oh. I would Sipping watch on that their movie. Cups of tea. Dennis Denudo passing notes in the Privy Council. Yeah, so um, it, it, it ended all power of the UK Parliament to legislate with effect in Australia. Mm. There you go. Uh, and ended our that. our ability to then yeah. appeal to them yeah. on things either. 
Yeah. Right. Makes sense. Um, and so um, it, it took until 1986 for us to do that. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, no wonder crazy. the Republic one didn't pass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> very slow. Very slow. Very slow to change. Very slow. Mm. Um, so they're, they're my, they're my kind of Good. referendum. Very things. interesting. Um, Any thoughts? Any thoughts, Steve? Any? Oh, I just was um, just thinking I married this guy. And <laughs> all of his nerdiness. No. Um, yeah, I'm even more interested now to know what's going to happen on the 14th. Well, that is the end of the first part of this two-part episode on The Voice. Hope you all uh, enjoyed that discussion. Uh, look out for part two in the coming few days. Uh, as always, you can catch us by email at how did it come to this podcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter and Facebook at HDICTT Podcast. If you like the show, remember to leave us a review if you can. How did it come to this is written by Daniel Matters and Siobhan Doherty. Our producer is James Huxwell. Edited by Daniel Matters. Original music by Lachlan McWhorter. <laughs>